I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. taking a holiday from dating. And while I'm at it, I'm taking a holiday from holidays. A simple act of kindness. Who doesn't love opening a Christmas card? Can change your life forever. Oh, sorry. That card brought me here. Wow. Chad Michael Murray and Tori DeVito star in a romantic holiday movie. Shouldn't we be on a sleigh somewhere? No. I'm happy right here. Right before Christmas. Only on Hallmark Channel. The heart of Christmas. Hello and welcome to a very merry iconic podcast. I'm Danny Pellegrino. I'm Jenna Brister. Hey Jenna. Hello. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. How are you doing? I'm so excited to talk about Right Before Christmas, W-R-I-T-E, starring Chad Michael Murray and a woman named Tori DeVito, who yeah. I looked up and I was curious if it was Danny DeVito's daughter. Is she? Spoiler alert, it's not. Oh my gosh, she's super hot. She so was, I'd be right. amazed. Like, way to go Danny and Rhea Perlman. Like, you produced the most gorgeous girl. She was stunning in like the very first scene of, I think it was like her laying in bed or something and it said Tori DeVito. I was like, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's not Danny DeVito's daughter. I bet she gets it all the time. Oh my god, that must be so frustrating. Yeah. And I, I, when I looked it up, I think her name had two T's in it. Oh, okay. Or something, it, it was maybe spelled a little bit differently. But the, how many DeVitos could there be? Not that many. But Rhea Perlman and Danny DeVito, do they have kids? I'd have to look it up. I was on a flight with them once. I'm five feet Wait, tall. Wait, are you really? Yeah, they are four feet tall. They are <laughs> minis. They are mini, miniature people. It's, Good they're them. so cute. You know, I've always been scared of Danny DeVito because of the movie Batman Returns. <gasps> The pe- he's a terrifying he's penguin. He's a terif- Which also, Batman Returns oh. is an iconic Christmas movie. Oh! It's a, it's set all during Christmas. Yeah. But he, and I, it's one of my, uh, Batman Returns is one of my all-time favorite movies. Oh, I love that. I love it so, so much. And I think Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman, oh. greatest performance of all time. But, uh, that's neither here nor there. The point is, Danny DeVito scared me, and when I was a kid, I would have to fast forward through his scenes. Yeah. Because he was terrifying. He, like, there's like one scene where he like, eats, eats a, a fish, fish raw. Yeah, he's Not like, in sushi, a it's like. I mean, he has those fangs. He's like, he's filed his teeth it's not out sushi. and he rips a trout open. Yeah, there's yeah. like blood everywhere. He's like really just, dis- they make Ugh. him look so disgusting in that yeah. movie. Yeah. I wish they would have made another one with Michelle Pfeiffer. Anyway, uh, but so this woman, her name is Tori and she's not Danny DeVito and Rhea Perlman's a star. Yeah, exactly. But she is a cello player and that's kind of the main thing. And also... This has a lot of different storylines, too, which all these movies do, and they all come together. That's the beautiful formula. But what I loved about this one is Lights Up, it is 
Christmas Town, USA. I mean, they went bonkers. The Hallmark movies oh do God. go bananas with the Christmas decorations. It's like every square inch of the screen is just covered in some fucking garland. Oh. And some lights. Do you see that also lining the street? There are every six feet or so outside every business, there is a five foot tall nutcracker. I love it. Just lining. But see, I really believe that that's what sets Hallmark apart. I think mm-hmm. the way that they set these movies, it's like every scene is covered in Christmas. And that's what's so perfect about it. Lifetime doesn't do that with theirs. Like they yeah. will usually have a lot of decorations, but Hallmark, every single scene is covered. And I mean, it doesn't matter what setting you're at. You could be at her guitar shop or her apartment. And it's like, it doesn't mm-hmm. even matter. Or the gas station. And there's like a garlic, a wreath on the gas station pumping her. Every like, what? single location, they spend thousands of dollars yeah. on decorations. And where do you put that stuff? All over the place. Do you decorate for Christmas? Let's talk about this. Do you decorate for Christmas? I do. I do. I, do. I love I love the tree. I love the ornaments. I love getting a real wreath. I love the smell of a real wreath. And lights. I love putting twinkle lights up around the house. Yeah, I love it yeah. too. I love the tree. I love the ornaments. And if I had a bigger house and more storage space, oh. I would have even more. You know, this apartment Matt and I are in now, we do have like a big storage closet. Mm-hmm. And so we were able to get more decorations than I ever have before. Good. Uh, and I love it. Yes. I do too. I burned a Christmas candle yesterday, a oh, Christmas tree, yes. one of those Yankee candle Christmas sure. tree, and it made me so happy. And what, what's alone. your favorite candle smell? Like for the holidays? Probably just like a cedar wood. I think it's like a pine or s- s- Christmas cedar wood. Like a yeah. pine, yeah. yeah. I like anything sort of pumpkiny. Ooh, yeah, I like a vanilla that's spice. That's more, like, yeah, Halloween, Thanksgiving, but I love mm-hmm. a pumpkin spice or yeah. Bath and Body Works. You know, I love any of their candles, but. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I hear they're dangerous. I think they're dangerous. Somebody, because I was posting about Bath and Body candles, and somebody said, like, they're not good to inhale the smoke or something. I'm not oh, sure. No. I'm disregarding it. They say that about Glade plugins. They say that about everything, guys. I stand <laughs> in front of the microwave all the time. What are we going to do? I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> like, we got to live. We got to live. live. You know, Burn t- whatever candle makes I'm you exhausted. happy. It's yeah. so hard to keep up with everything we're supposed to do and not do. Yeah. I'm tired. Exactly. I mean, Hot Pockets, probably bad. I don't care. I don't, you I'll know, I, I got yeah. sick from a hot pocket when you I was did. a kid. Oh, no. And then you were traumed. <laughs> Traumatized, yeah. Oh, I was from a chicken pot pie. I can never. I can't oh, my God. I find chicken pot pies disgusting. I can't have them either. Matt likes them. And I think I think it's like the most disgusting thing ever. Yeah. Unless no, they're homemade. Not, I'm not into it. So right before Christmas, it also stars Chad Michael Murray. Yes. Who I know from a Cinderella story mm-hmm. with Hilary Duff. Yes. And he was in Freaky Friday with Jamie Lee Curtis. And Lohan. And Lohan. Love. By the way, Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis, one of the greatest performances of our time in that movie. Yes. She was so good. She was so As good. As Lindsay Lohan's character. She's incredible. She's so good. Yeah. You know, I went to a, a, a charity thing once when I first moved to LA. Did I tell you this story? Mm. And Jamie Lee Curtis was like the keynote speaker, like the person in charge of it. Anyway, so she was giving this speech on stage and I had to go like into the hallway. Like I had to go to the bathroom and then I was like on my phone right outside the bathroom. And everyone else was inside, like listening to the people on stage. And Jamie Lee Curtis like ran past me and like basically like threw me out of the way because she had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and I was like right in front of the bathroom. Yeah. And all I could think about was her Activia commercials. I was like, oh, she's got to go. Yogurt. She had too much Activia. She had to go. Yeah, her probiotics are you know her, her flora, her up. good gut flora was wanting to get out of her. That's so funny. Oh, I love her. Yeah, uh, she's also in another classic and terrible christmas movie called christmas with the cranks oh did you ever see that one i did yes oh my god it's wild she's doing like a very bizarre diane keaton impression where she's just like 
<laughs> like Diakinian Book Club. <laughs> she's like just a cartoon. <laughs> she's a cartoon. Right? Yeah. A full cartoon. Just oh. like screaming like like oh they don't even give her lines and she's like, Oh, I lost my ham. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. she's like chasing after a spiral ham. She wasn't even in the script. So just go for it. Just <laughs> do what you want. That, that movie we should maybe cover it. if we want to cover an old movie. That's like a terrible, wonderful movie. We should do a classics deep dive. Maybe okay, we, we're doing it. Well maybe we'll do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I can only remember the scene where she chases after a spiral ham. It like rolls down the street and Jamie Lee Curtis has a chase after it in a Christmas sweater. And it's like, wow, oh. these wonderful actresses are forced to do these scenes. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, mad no glory. about it. I know. No yeah. glory. Um, I also identified with DeVito, um, mm. Lady DeVito lights up. She is designing a Christmas card to send out to all of her loved ones with her boyfriend of three months. And very I, thirsty. So thirsty. And like they hadn't, I think her best friend Mimi also was like, I know he's going to propose tonight. You're going to Primo's. And her best friend, pre- yeah, her best friend Mimi. At the music shop. They were in a music shop together. And she was designing this. Called Strings and Notes. Strings and Notes. Of and course. she orders 30 for next day delivery. But we never see them delivered. She never. Like, no, she- we do see them delivered. <laughs> we do? We do. Yes. The, the Mimi or somebody comes in. Somebody comes in the house and they, they're like, oh, this was on. I think it was Mimi's husband or something oh, John? and he's like yeah who the you hate bag? <laughs> <laughs> he's so mean that to me like, yeah exactly i'm like this guy sucks he hated him. <laughs> but he, somebody bring i think it was him maybe it was somebody else but they bring in the cards and they're like these are on your doorstep somebody delivered them oh that makes sense okay yeah, yeah. And that's when she decides because they had broken up by then, and then she decides to pack up for Christmas, and she's like, "I'm taking a holiday from dating," which I right. thought was great. She's taking a holiday from dating, and also she's like, "I'm putting away the Christmas decor," and it's like it's going to take you ten hours because you have decor in every corner. There were eighty yards of gar- <laughs> so, thick garland, like the so woven aggressive. garland, which I I loved her home because that's another thing. Like we talked about, Hallmark does such a good job at, but there were so many times in this movie that every time one of them were at home, I had to. Pay attention and be like, are you at a CB2 during Christmas? Because this could literally be a gift shop. Is this a Starbucks? Or is or this, a- yeah, or a home. And sometimes I didn't know, and I'm fine with that. I didn't need to know because yeah. I was still following the story. But there were a lot of levels to this. There yeah. was a dog tags. There's a military storyline. By the way, with the decorations, yes. even Chad Michael Murray's character, <laughs> I think his name was Luke. Yes. He even at his home, had a very aggressive decor. And I was thinking, like, what single straight male is spending that much time, like, decorating their apartment for Christmas? Like, I love it. And if I was single, I would, of course, decorate like that. Mm -hmm. But what single straight male is doing that? One that grew up in an orphanage, St. Mary's. (laughs) St. Mary, yeah. (laughs) Which you found out. But no, that's a valid point. That's a valid point. By the way, though, I want to say, like, with Chad Michael Murray, so I, uh, I had mentioned I know him from Cinderella's story, and... Freaky Friday, and he was in One Tree Hill, but I didn't watch One Tree Hill. I, I remember either. seeing, like, I, there was a scene from One Tree Hill where he, like, comes out of the locker room naked, and there's, like, a, a basketball in front of his junk. Yes. And I remember that scene, because I was a very impressionable, closeted young gay teen. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember that scene, but I never watched it. But apparently, he was in a relationship and maybe engaged or something to Sophia Bush. Yes. From One Tree Hill. Mm-hmm. So, recently, on my Instagram account, I had posted something of Chad Michael Murray saying, like, oh, look at him. He's hot or whatever. And people were telling me that he was like not nice to Sophia Bush. Oh. And I don't remember exactly what it was. Cause I, and I just, I wasn't aware cause I, I wasn't a one tree hill fan. Yeah. I'm like aware of what it is, but I never really got into it. Yeah. 
Same. That's so sad. That well, locker room scene though is burned into my memory. Forever. Oh, totally. That's what, I have that. But Love and Basketball, Omar Epps. Like, oh, oh my god, Love gosh. and Basketball is one of my favorite <gasps> movies ever. I it holds up. I think it's one of the like the sexiest movies so I've ever good. seen in my entire when life. When they have sex to this woman's work. Oh my, oh my gosh. God. I oh yes that that's let's it. play one on one for We're what? Do a deep dive. your heart yes <laughs> double or nothing oh, oh gosh when he says that so I was like good. that's it that's that this is love yeah. um that's so interesting and I wonder so, because yeah, he bad. actually is kind of an interesting snarky character in this CMM yeah. so I have to tell okay so I'm gonna get into like a a story that I probably shouldn't and it's also maybe a little bit uh, vulgar so that's my apologies but he. When he was like dating someone else, I used to have this friend Heather. She's since moved away from LA, but she hooked up with Chad Michael Murray in a tent. They which she went, they went camping with a bunch of friends. Yeah, and I remember she like came back and she was like an overshare type of friend where Love she would her. like tell me like <laughs> she, was, <laughs> she was like very oversharing, and I think she was engaged at the time, but like she hated her b- boyfriend mm. because her boyfriend or her fiance at the time he was on that what's that drug that you take to get off of cigarettes? Nicorette. No, oh, it was like Chantix. A, yes. the one that, <laughs> he was that on was Chantix, and he yeah. would like tell me. She would tell me like all the crazy things that he was doing, and he was like had like such a temper, and she'd always just say it was like the Chantix. <laughs> like Ray Liotta, he was like Chantix. doing like crazy stuff, and it was everything. She would tell me it would be like some crazy, like like he killed a cat, or that's and not an actual on one. But that's not an actual one, but yeah, he whatever he would do that was insane. She'd be like, "It's a, he's on Chantix, Danny." Like, no, it's just him. <laughs> that's his personality. It's just him like, off cigarettes, girl. <laughs> Like, I don't think it's the Chantix. And also, at the, what point is he going to be done with the Chantix? Yeah. Is Ray, Li- Ray Liotta's in those commercials for he the is, Yeah, it's like, Chantix. <laughs> it's like that. That's it's my crazy. Liotta. That's really funny. So she... So she they, they were both, like, basically engaging in extramarital affairs. In a you know, tent. In a tent. And I remember after it happened, the next day she like, called me. And she explained in detail, Chad, like, <laughs> his... Entire body. Yeah. Was it a good experience? It was... Okay. Good. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. <laughs> but but all of these things, I think, lead me to believe that he must be not great in real life. Yeah. So apologies, but he's in this Hallmark movie, and he does look really good. And I hope maybe he learned his yeah. lesson. You know, this was he was young too. These young, mm-hmm. what when you're 20 years old? I'm not saying that's an excuse to go cheat on someone. Mm-hmm. Of course it's not. No. But uh, but you know you're young. Yeah. And did so, so your no, friend? I'm not excusing the asshole behavior. Yeah. But it happens. Was this at a music festival or like Bonnaroo or where? No, it was like literally, I think it was, what's that desert that people, uh, Joshua Tree. Oh, okay. Just a random. Yeah, random. National Park. (laughs) They were just on National Park. But she was such an overshare. Like every, she would tell me like every detail. And I loved her. She was so fun and nice. And uh, weird details that you didn't want. She was great. Yeah. So then I'm wearing this and you know. Yeah. My boyfriend killed a, killed a, a human, but it's the Chantix. Yeah. Yeah. He's his story. Ray Liotta, Godfather. No, not Godfather. Sorry, Goodfellas. Anyway, back to this movie. Oh, yeah. So there were a couple different storylines. So we had our main one between, you know, Jess and then her optometrist or optician fiance, who is also a jerk, breaks up with her at Primo's, at Primo. which is the notorious proposal place. What an asshole. And so he walks in also. And she thinks she's getting engaged. Mimi's like pumping her up. You know, Mimi, by the way, months- did you notice Mimi's hair? She had that like crimped curl. Yes. Which is like a Hallmark staple. The girls always have the curly hair. Mm-hmm. And she had very fresh Botox. And way Mi- fresh. Mimi is like the kind of character, by the way, who would be played by a Judy Greer 
Catherine Hahn. Heather Morris, Catherine Hahn, mm-hmm. in a major feature film. But in this movie, I don't know who the actress was. But she had very fresh Botox. And I learned that you could tell when somebody has fresh Botox because of the eyebrows. Oh, yeah. The eyebrows high. are like high. Yeah. And she's like She looks great, though, loyal. by the way. That's no shade. It's and just, she's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. She had the fun parts. That's the fun part of the movie. That's the great role that mm-hmm. you would, I would want to play. Yeah. Oh, same here. And speaking of Chad Michael Murray, which is different in this movie, he had facial hair, which Hallmark normally doesn't let their men have facial hair. Oh. Did you notice that he had scruff? Yeah, he had scruff. Yeah. There was a few things that never happened in a Hallmark Christmas movie that happened in this one. Number one, he had scruff, mm-hmm. which go look at any of these movies. There's they another don't. actor that I follow that was in one of these last year, and he was just recently in a fall one, and he always has scruff in real life. Mm-hmm. But in the movie, in the Hallmark movies, he's always clean shaven. There's a bunch of them. You can go back rules. and look. Yeah. They got rules. But for some reason, I don't know if it was in Chad's contract or what it was, he had scruff. Number two, they kissed before the end. Yep. Midway kiss. Midway kiss, which to never happened. To make Wes jealous. To make him jealous. That never happens, right? Never happens. I was shocked when I saw it. Same. It was still a no-tongue kiss, but it was a kiss that happened midway to make the ex-boyfriend jealous. Which breaks the rules. I was shocked. Yeah, I was too. Shocked, gel-dropped. Oh, and there, there's also some like really cute role play banter between Chad Michael Murray and DeVito. And more than the car, and he's like, well, oh, so Santa by the Claus- way, what's her real name? We're calling her DeVito now, but <laughs> yeah. what's her real name? Um, it's Jessica. Jess- yeah, Jessica. We're calling her DeVito, though. Um, and in the car, remember, they're driving to the orphanage. She doesn't know. She's like been brought along to do manual labor. And he's like, well, Miss Santa needs his Mrs. Claus. Like they're openly role playing in this Range Rover on the way to the orphanage. And I was like, that's hot. Well, yeah, it was so hot. And he was yeah. in the Santa outfit. And you know, that's like my number one fetish. I love a sexy Santa. Oh, that's awesome. Now, I don't love like a Santa that's, um, looks like an old, you know, jolly man, mm-hmm. but I love like a hot man in a Santa outfit. That's yes. like my number one thing in the world. Like I if Magic that. Mike, the only thing that was missing from that movie was like one of the strippers being dressed as Santa. Oh my God. I would love that. I just sit on his lap. I love sitting on a, a lap. No man ever lets me sit on his lap. Do you know that? <laughs> I like have, Yeah. Well, you know, most of the guys I've dated, they, they will never let me sit on their lap. I'm like, can I just sit on your lap? And they're like, no. And I'm, like, I'm too tall. So Ugh. I never get to do that either. Yeah. It's like so hot. If some guy was like, come sit on my lap. I'm like, yes. But I mean, it's a Santa fetish. Or not oh, fetish, oh, but so like it's a sort lean. of a double entendre. Come sit on my lap. Yeah, like that's it's... true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I want for Christmas this year. Some, yeah, some guy's someone, lap. I know. We should order, for the podcast, we should order a stripper, like a <gasps> Santa stripper to just come and do one, all I want for Christmas is you. And then, because that, that's my dream too. You know, I used to always have the Christmas in July parties. Yes, exactly. Let's get and rich I've tried. <laughs> I've tried so hard to get like a sexy Santa to come. I remember. And I've almost always paid for it. Like every year I'd be like, should I do it? I think we should just do it for the podcast. I mean, like we could record it. Yes. The audio, people could listen to the audio of us just like putting dollars in a... And narrating. I'm like, okay, so he's he's here now. His boots are coming off. Just one off. song. I leave think, the boots on, sir. I think it's like $99 for one song. That's, that's what they. That's what I remember looking for per song or something like that. Oh, can we do... Let's do All I Want for Christmas is You. That would be so fun. Okay, I'm in. I don't let's know if do we can get the music right, so we might not be able to record. <laughs> okay, well, we'll do it. I'll Venmo you. <laughs> I feel My like hat. we need to do it for research. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, but so Chad Michael Murray was dressed as a sexy Santa. I was like, oh my God, like I was sweating. Yeah. Totally. Oh, remember? Okay, so also he follows her into her building. He like catches the door as it's closing, follows her up the stairs, and she's like, I have mace. And he's like, no, I found this mail that you sent my adoptive mom. And then she lets him into her home. I was like, "This all bets are off. All bets are off. They are going for it. They were going for it. You know, there were also a lot of other characters that I was confused by. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand. There was like a whole separate storyline with the army yeah. people. Yeah. Can you explain? Yes. Okay, so that was confusing because... 
it was always when so her aunt lila we learned that jess is an orphan so check that box done lila the widow she looks at dog tags and then all of a sudden we see lila and she's looking at the dog tags and then jess's brother carter is in the military but we never see them ever meet and they facetime i think there was twice. One, yeah but it was confusing because the brother is stationed in michigan but then was carter also known as cj oh maybe it's carter jr or was cj like cj was the the uncle okay because that's what i got confused about because they said something about cj and then we saw the dog to that said cj but then it went to yeah. carter mm-hmm. and i was thinking is that the same person or is that like a parent or something that's where i got really confused it is confusing yeah and then he had a crush on the girl in the military which was really cute it was I a love cute that. little side story yeah but exactly. it didn't to me it didn't fit in with the rest i was like what is this happening over here and like i think movie. i went to the bathroom for like one second or something and they came back and that's why i was like so confused i'm like who are these people yeah where did they come from are they gonna get deployed to wherever where the main story <laughs> is like you know but no they got deployed to germany at the end which is so interesting because you're right i think the girl didn't have oh this was so sad actually which um you know i love the troops God bless America. The girl Support said the that she, uh, her mom stopped speaking to her after she enlisted. Right. And I was like, oh, that is heartbreaking. Right. You know, I, I liked the storyline. I wish it would have been like a separate movie. I would have liked to it's see that. Movie. Like its own movie. Because it didn't, it literally didn't connect. It didn't, so. go, it didn't connect. I did appreciate they like had them in their army clothes the, the whole time, mm-hmm. which was good because then it's like, I knew where we were. Yeah. Because also <laughs> Carter or CJ, he looked like Jax, the musician. Yes. Oh, we haven't even started talking about this pop star. Right. So there's. That's oh, why I was like really confused. So if like if wasn't for the fatigues, yeah, I wouldn't have known. And I know like in movies they make them wear them in every scene. Mm-hmm. Like Matt was in the army, and it's like you don't wear your fatigues everywhere you you are every day. <laughs> that, see, this was so interesting about this movie because you're right. The whole premise is that Jess packs up her Christmas stuff after getting dumped at Primos, and she but she sends out her Christmas cards, and that's her big thing where she's like. I'm going to write before Christmas. Who she my got Christmas those cards. cards at like a little grocery shop. Yeah. And from that guy who oh. she seemed to know really well, but then he Joe. disappeared for the rest of the movie. He did. And I like that. It was his gift card shop. And she walks in and he's standing there just watching um, that movie. What is it? Uh, the- it's a wonderful life. Exactly. Like just staring during business hours. I was like, yeah, why not? But then she writes and we, I guess we didn't know what was happening because she wrote all these Christmas cards that then went to, you know, Chad Michael Murray's mom, her music teacher, went to the brother, went to the pop star. And also that's like, she has the pop star's address. That's so, right. like, that's like sliding into your DMs, you know, being like, thank you so much. This song got me through a hard time. We don't know what that is. I think it's losing her parents. Yeah. And by the way, this is where diversity would be great in a movie like this, because like I said, the musician and the army guy, they looked alike, like yeah. having all these with straight white men, mm-hmm. they all look too much alike that it's hard to tell them apart. Like that's why we need diversity in movies. Yeah, exactly. And the the aging pop star lived in a like all white mansion, by the way, with purple accent with his brother slash manager, and he was the Justin Timberlake basically of yeah. the storyline where he went solo. The band broke up nine years ago, and now he wants to write a new song. And he loses a gig because no one wants to hear the new stuff, which I thought was so funny. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I get it. They don't care. They want. <laughs> I want to talk about Luke, him and his blind date. So oh. he went on this blind date. Oh, good scene. And it was such a good, it was such a funny scene. It like really made me laugh. But the girl was even thirstier than our lead girl mm-hmm. because she was an actress. Yes. And she's like, can you read lines? With me? Like, it was so over the top. Like it was, 
it was joyful because it was so insane. And she was like acting in a different movie. But then I like she also handed him her headshot. Right. And then I was like, can you take my new headshots? I was like, this girl was obnoxious. And was she wearing a wig? Like, she's, it seemed like a weird wig choice. Or, like, or extensions or, maybe, or something. Something was going on with her hair that was like shocking to me. Yeah. But yeah, she then so asked thirsty. him to do her headshots. Mm-hmm. And so, the, yeah, they run lines in this coffee shop. Oh, and remember when they, so they ordered lattes. And she goes, I'll have the latte, the Christmas one. <laughs> That's it. They both just had the lattes, the, the Christmas, Christmas one. one. I don't know what that would taste like. We, that could taste like bark. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. You know, one of my favorite things about these movies, especially in the Hallmark Network, is the food stuff. Because oh. they do a lot of good food porn. I was watching a movie that was like part of their fall lineup. It was called Fall love and order or something like that and it had so many like fall treats so we got to see like little pumpkin cookies and stuff like that and in the christmas ones we see so many christmas cookies usually we see like a gingerbread house Mm. yes a nice latte some cocoa Mm -hmm. they always show us the food porn and i think that's important in these movies i totally agree that's what it's all like tis the season that's what it's all about too but so this blind date was just doing like a uh that she was acting the script out and so like the waiter was bringing their coffee and she was like Get out of here! And it was like this really terrible, yeah. bad acting. It was so funny. And then she storms out, which I love too. And and then later we see her too. Oh yeah, she ends up hooking up with Primo because you're right. She's super, super thirsty. And then they do so a thirsty. photo shoot in the ice rink. Yeah, and then she's like, like lean, like tits out. You know, just like, uh, it's so funny. I and this was actually written. I just had to relook it up. But I think a husband and wife team or brother oh, sister. They have the same last name, and they also did Holiday in the Wild. The cri- I didn't watch that yet. Was, oh, uh, I did. Was it's it so good? good? Rob Lowe and mm-hmm. um, Kristen, Kristen Davis. Davis. Uh, it's fantastic. I need to watch it. I'm gonna it's watch worth it. a watch for sure. But they also wrote that. So good job, guys. Oh, interesting. They're really taking over the season. Let's talk about the ant. So the ant storyline with Grant Show. Aunt Lila. Who is a gorgeous man who was, I think, on Melrose from Melrose yes, Place, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's still so stunning. But I thought they were a little mismatched. A thousand Did you percent. think they were mismatched? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Because normally I always think it's good when there's like, a couple that's age appropriate for each other but mm-hmm. this was a situation where i was like they don't seem to match. no or have any chemistry whatsoever and their neighbors and so she starts she's basically watching him out of her blinds for most of the, yeah, the she's first half of the totally movie. watching him out of the blinds yeah. she's just like looking at him outside yeah. he's with the dog and she's just so attracted to him with that dog which i would be too me too and blitzen and then when they meet she gets i couldn't the figure card. out what the dog's name was for oh, the yeah, longest blitzen. time i was like was it, is it blitzen or dixon i could yeah I was like, Blitzen seems too on the nose. Yeah, but that's... But it was. Exactly. Um, and uh, when she finally talks to the neighbor, Blitzen runs in from outside where it's all slushy and settles on her white furniture. Do you know that? Like, the dog is always on the white furniture. They're grooming the dog on the furniture. There's one point where she's like, come in and I'll brush the dog. And then yeah. she just like invited him and in. like, they, they don't know each other. And she just invited him in to brush the dog. And they're doing it on the so- on a white couch. I was like, this is hilarious. Yeah, and then... They glitzen. I thought I wrote in my notes glitzen. Is, is it glitzen? Like, Maybe what is it's the on IMDb. Name? I wonder if the dog has a profile. I'll you know, when I, when we were on vacation in Hawaii, like I would go to the beach in the mornings and I would run, and there was a dog, and I was like literally like the ant. I was stalking the dog on the beach. Like I was just chasing after him the whole day. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Like I understood she was kind of doing it more for the guy, but yeah, I understand. Like when you see an adorable dog, like you just want to look it up. Yes, and there's a happy ending too there because you know. She starts fostering it and then realizes that she does want the dog. But then what I thought was so messed up is that the his name's Tom. Yeah, Tom. He like went out of his way to find a family to adopt a Blitzen after he clearly sees that Aunt Lila loves this dog. He's like, I found a family. I'll drive you there. I know. <laughs> and then finally, they pull up to the house. 
and makes her say like, no, I'm not going to do this. And that he's like, poor oh, family. you say that? And then revert. Yeah. The family probably bought like, stuff. They probably they prepared. Leashes. They bought a cage. Food. They bought food. <laughs> they bought uh, collars. Dishes. They prepared like, the house. They like put the doggy doors up. Exactly. They like, prepared the kids. Like, hey, there's a dog coming. This We're is gonna- Blitzen, our new there's dog. There's a lot of work that and goes into that. He, she just reverses They had to down- do paperwork. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I was like, this is so funny. It, yeah, they just were like, yeah, we're not giving him that dog. Yeah. Exactly. So rude. Yeah, so rude. Oh my God. Oh. I uh, also want to say that all of these movies should have a dog. They should have a dog yes. storyline. I love seeing a dog. I think it just makes a nice thing. I do also, too. I want to talk about Jessica and Luke. They're meat cute. So they like literally bumped heads. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Like, this is literally the bumped trope heads. I love. I love every single one I've seen. It is a physical collision. And I write them into my homework movies because nothing's funnier than two grown-ups clumsily colliding in, in space oh, and my time. Head, I bumped right into you. Oops. And like, you're going to fall in love. And then they, they had good chemistry, falling. though. They totally didn't they? did have good chemistry. And then it happened again when he dropped the apple basket in her house, and then they reach for the same... There's also a lot of, like, reaching for the same thing. And then that happened in the military storyline, too. Remember? She hands him the FedEx package, and they, like, touch him. Oh, they and touch, like, and it's like a they, slow... Like, came. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like... Oh my god, she's wet. They're like, yeah. Um, And then when they're picking up the apples, Jess looks up at him, and they're like, they reach for the same apple. I wish it was that easy. Like, why can't? And then it's done, and then you're done for life. I just want to go to the grocery store and slam into some hottie, and then reach for the crackers. Like everyone's so good looking. Like Mm -hmm. even Aunt Lila found the hottest man Mm -hmm. (laughs) above fifty. Yeah. Oh, totally. Who, by the way, Aunt Lila, I just have to say, she at one point the guy was like, hey, have you started your Christmas shopping yet? And she's like, no, I haven't started yet. But it's like, her house looks like Santa's village. So, of course, she did all that decorating. She didn't even start her Christmas shopping. Yeah, she went to Michael's, and that's it. Like, I'm not going to any other business. I thought that was like, what? You didn't shop at all, but like you did all of this? Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. So then um, there's this whole storyline with the musicians. So Jessica plays, and we find out later that later. her and Luke knew each other as kids a little bit. Like, they played together, mm-hmm. which that was interesting to me that they even had to throw that in there. They wanted to throw that in there. Because I didn't think we needed thing. it. Yeah, I know. I, and that his adopted mom was Jessica's music teacher. There was a lot of those moments, which I think is, I mean, it's cool that they found a way to keep it interesting discovery wise, but that's not what I need as a, as a viewer of Hallmark. I'm like, tell me all the facts up top. Then let's just gloss over it for 45 (laughs) minutes and just bounce around. I don't need any gas. I don't need to gasp when I watched these, but I did several times. I was like, yeah, that was surprising. The military guys are brother. They're FaceTiming. But yeah, so the music shop. So Mimi gets her an audition for the symphony. And she's like, I love that she got her audition. She's like, well, I haven't really played in a while. And she doesn't and, even and have a cello. And the audition's Christmas Eve. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Are you, do you have plans? You're not Which, busy, Which, by the way, you? the industry closes between, I don't know, like the 15th and, the, and yeah. January 8th. Exactly. Like, it's not open. There's no auditions. No. No. There's not an agency working. No. Not at all. Or holding auditions at the auditorium. And so then she gets the, which I thought the music teacher was dead, but no, she's alive. Yeah, the mom. Which I don't know where she is, by the way. Wait, was she alive? I missed. Yeah, that. because he, Chad Michael Murray later was like, "Yeah, she wants you to have it." She just sent me fifteen emails, and I was like, "Oh, she's alive!" Like, <laughs> oh, okay. Why is she totally in this movie? I totally missed that. Like, oh, I totally missed. Oh yeah, that. so she's alive. So I guess she mailed a letter, but it went to Chad Michael Murray's. He lives now in the adopted right. mom's other house. Who knows? Which where she, she fully is. decorated. Yeah, maybe she's like off. Maybe she's a traveling musician. Who knows? But she's alive. What's sending your emails. favorite Christmas song? Silent Night. Really? Or the InSync one, like Oh Holy Night by InSync exclusively. Oh, good one. 
good one. Oh. What's your favorite version of Silent Night? Do you have like a favorite version or just like you love Silent Night? I just love Silent Night. It, yeah. Like on Christmas Eve by like a big church choir. Mm. Is it in Home Alone? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't remember. What's your um, favorite? You know, I of course love anything Mar- Mariah Carey. I love All I Want for Christmas. You, Mariah has a slow ballad off her first Christmas album called Miss You Most at Christmas Time that I love. Mm. Uh, I also love Judy Garland, I'll Be Home for Christmas. And I've recently like, gotten in like a Judy Garland obsession. I don't know if I've told you about this, but like I, I saw Judy with <gasps> Renee Zellweger and like literally obsessed. I need to go see it. I might see the Lamley tonight, actually. You should see it. Like I cannot stop thinking about it. I cannot stop talking about mm-hmm. it. Uh, Matt got it's incredible. mad at me because I was like bringing it up at a dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I like, can't stop thinking about it. I'm doing that with Mindhunter on Netflix. I'm like, right. have you guys seen Mindhunter? Everyone's like, what does this go down? Have you guys seen right. Mindhunter yet? It's like dark. <laughs> like, it's not appropriate to bring I'm up. I'm just like, I'm trying to like slide it into conversation. So I'm singing Judy Garland. I'm like, clang, clang, clang with the trolley. <laughs> but oh, I God. love her. I'll be home for Christmas. It's like heartbreaking. Oh. And oh. knowing about her life now, I'm like, oh my God. It's so sad, but you should see it. Everyone should see Judy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I like, but I love a Christmas. I love Christmas music. I just recently got Leah Michelle's Christmas album. Who I it? love Leah Michelle. I know I'm one of the few, but she, it's really <laughs> good. And she's doing a ABC um, holiday movie this year, December 3rd, which we might cover. We're going to yeah, try to cover. Yeah, we should. So uh, yeah, anyway. Mimi, though, Mimi, back to Mimi. Let's talk about Mimi and oh, yeah. her relationship with her husband. Oh, her this is fascinating because she had the entire Am I going to have kids storyline, which I love. By storyline, was- you mean they mentioned it once and then again at the end. And then <laughs> it resolves itself at the end. She was like, We're going to wait three more years. And then Jess sent her a Christmas card. And this is what I love that Jess's Christmas card, again, back to the whole premise. Right. Before that, Christmas. Right. And that she was at home with her husband, John, who's a dirtbag. And you hated John, yeah, he's which like, rightfully so, because he was a, he also made like a very misogynistic uh, thing when, okay, well, go ahead. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to say, so when they decide at the end that they're going to have kids. Oh, gosh. You and know she's like, oh, I'll teach him how to play cello. He goes, no, they'll be busy playing football. I know, like, fuck you. Like, yeah, what I was is like, he? he's like, oh, both. they could do both. Like, women could play football and men could play cello. That's yeah, the thing. Totally. I know. But Mimi found, so Mimi and her and you know John, some of that, you know, the guy wrote that and was just like, ha ha, this hus- is funny. Like, that's what, oh. it's a husband-wife duo. You know, they split up the scenes. He's like, uh, John's scenes are mine. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> I got John's. Yeah. That's I'm like, how he okay, sounds. Yeah. You blob. Um, but he, <laughs> and you looked him up on Instagram. I did. Yeah. Yeah. And he's Irish. So we did a good American accent, but I was like, oh, this poor guy, he looks like he doesn't want to be there and he doesn't. And because, we don't want him there. Yeah, exactly. So him, Mimi read Jess's Christmas card and so did John. So the entire, uh, they ended up having couples counseling. They had a come to Jesus moment because of Jess's Christmas card that said, you always tell me the truth. So then this Mimi and her husband admitted that they want to have kids now. So now they're going to start trying. And don't you love that? That's such a weird thing to tell your friend. Like we're going to, I'm going to let him come inside me now because of your Christmas card. Like that's essentially what she said. Like, you know what? We're pulling the goalie. We're going for this. Like, and it's and then John's there too with a wreath, and I'm like, oh my god, you guys talk about this on a sidewalk? Before? And by the way, too, then they right away offered Jess godmothership, but it's like you don't, you're not pregnant yet. Let's slow the roll. Like we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, and he's like, he's playing football. I'm like, he's not even. They're planning just the kids. Done it. They're planning the kids, and it's like wait, even once you get pregnant, you're supposed to wait a little while, go to term or yes. whatever it is. Yeah, wait a little while. They don't offer s- godmothership. Exactly. And yeah. So you start trying. Those two were annoying me. 
Yeah. I want, we, you know what? The sequel needs to be just Mimi getting out of that relationship. <laughs> He's going to stay with Jess and Chad <laughs> McElmore. She's like living in the attic. Single girls club. Like, or you remember in Jerry Maguire, how they have that like divorce widows club or whatever. Oh, Ronnie Hunt, the, one of the best scenes in all of cinema. Is that? <laughs> we just need like Mimi in that scene. Like Mimi starts her own divorce women's club and she like leaves her husband mm-hmm. and she decides to have a baby on her own. Mm-hmm. That's what the sequel should be. I like that. With And Chad is a sperm donor. Sperm donor. <laughs> I can't talk. Yeah, I would be... It's like her second act. Mimi's yeah. second act. You know, speaking of second aunt's act, so we have the aunt and Grant Show's character. I don't remember his name. Mm-hmm. But so they um, decide to keep the dog and they have a love affair themselves. Yeah, and they have two houses on the same block. So like they're crushing it. Right. But there was also another... I mean, there was just so many silly moments in this. Um, I think it is like the toxic masculinity that always stuck out there, to me. Yeah, what was- even at the end, they're having Christmas Eve dinner and it's Jess meeting her aunt's new boyfriend, um, which is a big deal. And then she's like, well, Jess picks up the plates and she's like, oh, well, you cooked all clean. And he goes, she cooked. And Ugh. I was like, oh, yes, she did. You're here. You, enough. You saw it. Enough. 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 I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Where are we? <laughs> we, um, we, we, we got to talk about the It's a Wonderful Life motif that's throughout yes. this movie. So throughout the movie, Jessica is in love with It's a Wonderful Life, and she has mm-hmm. that, we talked about at the beginning, where she goes into the shop, she sees that scene, and she loves the scene where he says, I'm going to lasso the moon. Which was mm-hmm. also in the movie Bruce Almighty. Yes, it's an iconic scene in, in Bruce cinema. Almighty. <laughs> it's mask. been featured in plenty of movies yes. like Bruce Almighty and mm-hmm. this Hallmark film. <laughs> but when I first saw it, I thought, like, how, do they pay for the rights to that, or is that just like an open copyright now? I wonder if it just is free reign, like you, yeah. all Christmas or Crown Media. Probably that's what they probably paid all the budget that's for. The whole budget went to getting that film oh, decor and that a rights to play that. Clip. So a few things. First of all, I think Chad Michael Murray had in his contract that he was allowed to have scruff, mm-hmm. and they must have put money towards "It's a Wonderful Life." Yes, yeah, the IP. I bet. You know, uh, it, Christmas Carol. That's like open property now, so people can just use that. Wow. And so I think that's why they keep doing a Christmas Carol reboots, which that I don't think sense. we need anymore. Like we've seen enough of that, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I don't think anyone. It hasn't been done well since Vanessa Williams on VH1's A Diva's Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see that? Yes, of course. <laughs> I think that I was the last Vanessa. time it was good. Yeah. It, it was, that was like one of my favorite movies. But they don't need to keep doing it. No, but that was it. That, it peaked with Vanessa Williams. Yeah. And Chili from TLC in a supporting role. Oh, That's when it peaked. Oh. Now we're done with that story. Mm-hmm. We don't need to see Scrooge or anything like that. Yeah. I'm tired of it. I feel like there should be a rule. There should be some sort of stipulation where we all have to pass away before they can remake stuff. Yeah. You know? 
you know, Robert Zemeckis, <laughs> who did Back to the Future, he has like a clause in his contract where they're not allowed to remake it until he's dead. I love that. Because you know they would try. I respect it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, that's at the end of the movie, uh, they all <laughs> they all meet and Tom arrives with it was this was really funny. So they're all arriving at Aunt Lila's house. Mm-hmm. Jessica arrives with a tree. Yeah. And Aunt Lila's like, put it on the floor, we're making yams. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I thought, you're just gonna leave all the pines, especially if there's a dog, you're just gonna leave this <laughs> yeah. new Christmas tree on the floor. Like yeah. and also I'd be so pissed if somebody brought a live Christmas tree to my to your house. Party. I'd Christmas be like, here. What are you doing? Like, get it out. Like yeah. I have a fake tree. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with a live tree, but like don't bring one over. That's Bring a bottle of wine. Bottle of wine. Some chocolates. Because it's even like, I used to, even if you bring flowers, you have to bring the kind that come in their own vase. Right. Because no one wants to be like, oh, I'm I'm cooking. Oh, let me go find a vase. Find a vase. Like, get some water. Yeah. yeah. Don't be that person. Totally. And then the pop star. But Aunt Lila was so cool with it. She threw it on the floor and making yams. Yeah, exactly. Come on over here. I got a dog now and a boyfriend. Aunt Lila. Got, I think, got the most. She got her group back. Exactly. She got her group back. And then Tom arrived with two poinsettias, too. I thought, like, there's enough decorations here. Do you really need to bring two poinsettias? (gasps) Poinsettias are toxic to dogs. Yeah, oh my poor gosh. Dog. There you go. Ta- well, Wait, are they really? Yeah, they are. Poinsett- yeah, if you have a dog, you're not supposed to have poinsettias oh my God, in the I house because they are actually toxic. Wow. 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 So I'm glad that he doesn't own the dog anymore, but now that he's dating Lila, he's going to be around Blitzen. Blitzen <laughs> didn't make it out of this movie alive. He no. probably ate that poinsettia no and sequel. all those fucking pine needles that were on the floor. That you is- know the dog's going to eat all those pine needles that were yeah, on the floor. Exactly. And then the pop star, I love his whole thing is that he's like, I only have to write the new stuff. And it's dedicated to Jessica. Oh, this was the ultimate boss move, too, at the, at the pop-up concert, by the way. There's so much happening the in this town. pop-up concert? There's so much happening. Um, and so at the pop-up concert, he is playing, he gets the band back together. There's like the Joy Fatone and the Chris Kirkpatrick. Yeah, there was like a weird Lance. scene where it was like, do you guys want to come back and do the get us back together? Yeah, and they're like, yeah, it's been nine years. What do you have in mind? It's like, it's not that easy. They got to they got to hate. We're Justin performing Timberlake. tonight. Yeah, and then they're at this pop up, and he's like, "This is dedicated to Jessica." And so she's in the crowd, like, "Oh!" And then Chad Michael Murray is there, and like, could you imagine being in a concert, and then the guy is singing a song dedicated to you, but you're kissing another guy? Like that is a boss, boss move. move. Boss move. That's boss move. I was like, that's hot. Did you ever see the movie Jack Frost with Michael Keaton? I did recently. It is disturbing. <laughs> so bizarre. He's like a musician who dies and then comes back in the form of a snowman. To finally spend time with his son? Yes, it's so weird. We have so many movies we're going to have to cover because maybe we should Frost. cover that one. I'm down to but yeah, Michael Keaton. <laughs> you guys, by the way, we're only going to be able to cover like five or six movies. Yeah, so it's bear like the with Casper us. of Christmas. But that's that what it is. movie is bizarre. And I remember when I was a young kid. I had somehow like written into the newspaper, like the local newspaper. They they were like, we're giving away passes to an advanced screening of Jack Frost, and I won. I won three passes. I made my dad and my brother go with me, and I like thought I loved it because I think I won the free passes. You know, I was like twelve or something. Yeah. But it was the uh, rewatching it as an adult. You're like, this is the worst movie ever. Like yeah. Michael Keaton literally comes back to life. As a snowman. Yes. And still, and is stalking his family. Yeah. And then now they're not to even allowed time. to move on. Like the no. poor Kelly Preston's his wife. And she's like not able to move on because the snowman ex-husband's stalking her. And he watches her. <laughs> and he has all these regrets. I love that there's this whole thing about how much he regrets going for his music. Like he's had so much time on the road. It was never successful. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a and dark then wasn't, wasn't there like a scene where he, does he perform as the snowman at one point? Yes. I feel like he like does music as the snowman. And that's when the son realizes, oh, that's my dad 
<laughs> the snowman. Oh, by the way, is my that's dad. my dad. <laughs> yeah, that's my dad. And then Jack Frost. Uh, yeah, he shows up at and like and think he <laughs> wins a snowball fight. Movie. Remember, like yeah. that was the most. Yeah, he wins he, a snowball fight. Yeah, yeah. And, like takes down the bullies. But, and then there's like an end scene that's like very similar to the movie Ghost, where it's like yes. he crosses over. <laughs> He crosses over. Oh, and okay. I love Michael Keaton, but it was Me a bizarre too. performance yeah. in film. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, uh, so the movie ends with this beautiful scene. Mm-hmm. This movie, right before Christmas, ends with a yeah. beautiful scene, uh, a reference to "It's a Wonderful Life," where oh. he, Chad Michael Murray's character says, "Should I give you the moon?" Luke <laughs> says, "Should I give you the moon?" Uh, and Jessica says, "I think I like it right where it is." And then they kiss again. Yeah, it was a beautiful, and it ended with a city, a snowy city. Scene. They're in a bay window at Aunt Lila's, and Aunt Lila and Tom and Blitzen are on another couch, and it's like this like group makeout situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, oh, they're right there. Yeah, yeah. But it was really. Sweet. It was a really sweet ending. I, I like really felt warm hearted at the end. I agree. Yeah, it was. It was totally worth the watch. Yeah. And then also, no one really seems concerned that um, he's. The brother, who's not at Christmas, is being deployed to Germany. Yeah, you know, they don't always have time to wrap up every storyline. They don't. Yeah, they just <laughs> they don't. At just all. like last week, we didn't really get a wrap up on a couple of the story. We didn't get a wrap up on Joan Cusack's character. And no, let it snow. But you know, we don't always have time to sequels. do these arcs. That's no, what it, sequels are. they they leave us hanging because you know we might want to see another one. And I'm Hallmark does sequels now. Their yeah. last season, they did a Godwin Christmas with Kathy Lee Gifford, and mm-hmm. now they're doing another one. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yep. Maybe we might see right before Christmas too. Yeah, let it keep snowing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, I love it, and I love who they're choosing. So we talked a bunch about Chad Michael Murray, but they're choosing very bizarre people for these Hallmark films, and I'm into it. There's mm-hmm. one that's going to be on this year, starring Adrian Grenier. Oh, who, that's right. From Entourage. Yes, the Entourage guy. Isn't he in the one with, um, oh, there's some the other. Kelly Pickler. Yep. He's in the Kelly Pickler yep. one. Yeah. And it's so weird to me because it's like Hallmark and the Entourage show are so vastly different. Yes. <laughs> and I wonder if there's going to be any similarities between oh my him. Uh, I, real quickly, I have to tell you that Matt and I just, I'm not proud of this, by the way. I'm very <laughs> embarrassed. But we recently rewatched all of Entourage. Like Matt had never seen it. it. And I saw it in my 20s. In my 20s, I thought it was good, right? Like I, I was too. obviously not in sound mind. But we we watched like I put it on. Matt was like, "I've never watched this." I was like, "Let's watch it." And it's really easy watch. Like they're half hour episodes. So the first season, it's like there's that misogynistic stuff and homophobia, and there's like a lot of that stuff. But it's like still not a bad, ri- poorly written show. Exactly, yeah. it's just like very of the time. Yeah. But then as it goes on, and they like lean into all of that stuff, and so like every scene with like Ari is just like. <laughs> He's calling women everything under the book, and he's he's saying every gay joke to Lloyd. That's not even a joke. It's slurs. just like they're literally Open like slurs. he's like literally like, Lloyd, you're a fag. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, what? Yeah, that's not what you should. Yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, but I always we so we watched it, and it was shocking to watch mm. back to be like, oh my god, like this is such a product of its time that would never get me. And it's like I would love. To see what those people would do with that show in 2019. Oh, so true. It would be so hard to reboot that. Well, you know what's amazing? That now Turtle's the hot one. I know. I love he Turtle. He is I know, fine. He's so he was hot. always my favorite, but he's like, I think he's, he's the hottest very one. Hot. Yeah, he's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah so, like, I love just the more alive long enough to see that. And Instagram. Yeah. So, if they did a reboot, like, he would be the hot, the yeah. hot one. Anyway, Vinny from Entourage is going to be starring in a future Hallmark film. Yes, Vinny. <laughs> so, that's the Aquaman. episode, Jenna. This was so fun. This was so fun. Now, I, I have to mention this. that we don't know exactly what our next one's going to be yet we're trying to figure out the schedule for the next recap but you can follow us on at a very merry iconic podcast on instagram and we'll uh, let you know there of what to watch Mm -hmm. and we'll any announcements we'll put on there uh 
and or uh, I'm on social media at Danny Pellegrino and you are. I am at Jenna.Brister. Yes. So please follow us and then also listen to Everything Iconic. I'll be doing a Bravo recap this week. And then uh, we also have, if you just want to listen to the holiday podcast, just subscribe to A Very Merry Iconic Podcast. Uh, I'm going to be putting the episodes in both feeds. So if you just want the Christmas one, just subscribe to the Christmas one. Otherwise, yeah. And please rate and review A Very Merry Iconic Podcast on iTunes. Yes. Or wherever you All listen. the stars. Love you all so much for Love listening. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.